Paychecks in the Office listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. This is State of Emergency. What's up, everyone? It's Chicks in the Office with Rianne Friend giving you that Friday energy on a Friday. And the end of the week, it is indeed. We are finally seeing some sunshine. We talked about at the beginning of the week that we were seeing rain every single day. But sunshine has hit New York City. How are we feeling? You feel it in your bones? I needed the sunshine. It it made me way more excited to get out of bed this morning when I saw the sun was out. So that was very happy. Yep. The sun was glaring through my eyes, waking me up this morning. Yeah, it was beautiful. At 8 a.m. And I said, I don't even want to go back to sleep. The sun is out. It was... Yeah, and that is the nicest part mm-hmm. because it gets you up and then you're right. up and moving instead of just wanting to lay in bed all, all you day, all morning. Snuggle. Yeah. Now, how are you feeling about the weather? You liking the I would the have change? loved for it to keep raining. What? You I would, should I live... loved the rain. And then I, I was talking to someone else the other day. I, I was saying how much I love London. Then I was, like, was going to say, you should live in London. Then I was like, I like Seattle too. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I just like wherever it's cloudy and rains all the time. Oh man, You're a depressing that guy. That no, is, no, I like the is. sun, but like right now, I, I I could have gone like a few more. I I'm done with the the heat. I think these are our last two days, and then it's like done. It, it did get the warmer. Heat. It's like in the seventies. It was like sixty five degrees walking to work this morning. It was no, no, a little but like warmer today than and tomorrow. The past it's like in the seventies, and then after oh. it, it's like sixties, fifties for good. I think, which I'm excited about. I will not complain about seventy two degrees. That is not hot. 72 degrees it's, is not hot. I'm wearing a shirt Because we today. had this conversation yeah. no, no, very I recently. I know, but he's saying, he's like, I can't wait for it, for it to not be hot. It's not hot. No, no, but it's like, I I didn't wear a sweatshirt today. It's warm. Like, I I, I could have. But I was actually enjoying the rain selfishly because I was like, ooh, like Florida will feel even better because of how much it's raining. That's fair. I'm so excited to go to Disney tomorrow. That's where my head is at. I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. Um, but... Very, very exciting jealous. news. Very, very exciting news. We are very happy to announce that we are back live in Boston. One night live, only live, live. in Boston, November 3rd. Tickets will be on sale Monday, and we want to sell out the shit out of this thing. Yep. So make sure you guys are buying tickets. We want to see all your lovely faces. We will be having a meet and greet. We are going to be putting on the show of a lifetime. It's one night only. So we are going to make sure <laughs> it is a spectacular show. One only, um, you one know, a, a show. Party. Where is that from? What? When that Dream Girls? I, I have no idea. Shit, no. Maybe Dream Girls. House I of don't Blues. Know. Sorry, keep it. House, House of Blues, Blues yes. in Boston. Iconic. So we're really excited to so make sure you look out for tickets on Monday. 1 p.m. They sold out within 50 seconds the last time we did Boston. So make sure if you're thinking about coming to the show, get your tickets as soon as possible because people were really upset last time. They were like, oh my God, it's we sold out. another show. Yeah. They, yeah. We, they, people were so upset that we Which added we another show. we just can't do it this we time We can't do around. it this time. Things <laughs> are bugged. It's one night only. It is Dream Girls, Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Oh. Great song. 
just that's what pops in my head. Oh. Anytime I hear a one night only, that's what I starts think playing. Of that song, but it's a good one movie. night only. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. Yes, you were able figure to figure that, that one out. One I'm very happy for you. you yeah. I'm excited to go back to Boston. I, I love Boston. I'm excited Let's to get see. back to Monica's. The restaurant. Yeah. I was just yeah. I was just in Boston recently. It was lovely. Yeah. Yep. What area? Oh, we were down in the same area. We were Seaport. in the yeah. yeah. I'm excited as well. I think it's gonna be a very very fun show. Yeah. Um, like we said, one night only. Sold out really fast last time. So if you're thinking about coming, just just buy your ticket. Don't be afraid to come alone. Every stop at the West Coast tour, we had girls show up and say, I'm alone. I, I did it. I followed what you said. And they had such a great time. Got DMs after being like, I'm so glad I did it. I made, made friends. friends. Yeah. Then we we met girls at the meet and greet. They were like, I came alone. But then I met other girls that came alone. Everyone Going makes alone friends. Thing is underrated. It is underrated. And also, it actually takes, I think it takes the pressure off everything. Like, you know you're going to go if you're a fan. You know you're going to go and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And if you're bringing someone along that you're not sure, you're not nervous about what they're going to think, you're going to have a good time and you're going to meet other people that are also going alone that are going to have an amazing time. Yes. And for all those lovely, beautiful people that are in, in cities that we have not gone to, that we get a lot of messages to go to different cities. I know we're, you know, repeating Boston, but we have only, you know, a few, only really a couple months here till the end of the year. And we are trying to work on some new places for 2023. Right. We wanted to, we didn't want to do any new places in this year because we want next year to be all new places doing new places that we've never sure. been to before which we are definitely doing so all the people are like oh my god why are you guys repeating boston no we are coming to the new places that is just going yep. to be in 2023 it's in the works right now we're trying to make that like a big shebang whole ordeal this is a one night only show just like our guy harry styles does yeah. you know what i mean he does the one night only in la he does the yep. one night only in new york it's been a few months. We just want to, you know, shake shake the rust off a little bit, get yep. in front back of the people, the East Coast. back yep. in front of the, yes. the people who probably know us the best. It's been a year since we've been on stage in the East Coast, and yeah. um, I'm dying to get back on stage. Actually, yeah, a year today was the a year today was our first show. I'm dying to get back up on that stage and work on my five minutes of stand up. <laughs> yes. um, House of Blues I, in San Diego, San Diego is really cool. So it was. I really bet people awesome. will come with some pretty good ideas for our balsamic balsamic vinaigrette at these shows. I saw. A lot of great reactions to the balsamic. Yeah. yeah. I went to dinner with two of my best friends from high school last night, and they asked me about the balsamic. They said, this this seems like something we want to be a part of. I said, well, let me hear your ideas. Yeah. And they, are, are we taking investors? No. No. Well, investors, investors yeah. possibly, possibly you. you. Um, they were all in on the on the balsamic okay. idea. They had faith in me, which okay. made me. But then we got into a big argument. Oh, uh, like honestly, for twenty minutes about what the consistency of the balsamic should be, and I'm not going to get into that. But we were dis. Me and one of my friends were disagreeing hard about consistencies of balsamics and dressing and glazes. Well, there's there's a difference. But if we came out with a line, you can do a vinaigrette and a glaze. The, like sometimes. Like I want a glaze on a sandwich, right? But the, but I don't want my salad to be like in a thick dressing. The dressing that I love from that place that people have figured out in my DMs, yeah, shocking, is thick. And so my friend was like, "I don't like that on my salads," and I was like, yeah, "Well, yeah. I do." 
And so it was, it, honestly, we talked a long time about it. Uh, but it seems like everyone's on board, you know? I saw a lot of tweets being like, yeah. I'm in on the balsamic. Anyways, besides the point, we won't talk about that again. I have an idea for our live show in Boston Okay. that I thought of last night, actually, and I meant to text you guys, and then I just remembered it right now. So I'm going to say it before I forget. I How think, lucky is that? Yeah, right? <laughs> I think, going forward, at our live shows... People should come with signs with their best signs. Like they should come with signs with their best, like on poster board. Yeah, like best sign. You know what I mean. And we should give out a prize for somebody who has the like best that. sign. Like they hold up signs that I say like something that funny or creative. They make signs. You know when you, 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 yeah, yeah, you I know you want to be hairstylists like looking at yeah it. Yeah, yeah like look exactly. at the signs because somebody it actually came from a TikTok I did see about Harry Styles that someone was holding up a sign saying yeah. you're my hall pass and Harry stopped. And smile and like pointed, yeah, because he saw the sign. I think it's a Lizzo, great way to interact Lizzo with the crowd. Just did something too, where she like, um, she like called some guys, some she called a girl's ex boyfriend on stage. <gasps> wow, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It I think was, it, it's a funny video. Yeah. You should watch it. It's on. T- I also saw it. It was on Instagram, the Madison Square Garden Instagram or TikTok. One of them had posted, it, and she like takes this girl's phone, call calls her ex boyfriend, and, and the guys like. She's like, can you FaceTime right now? And he's like, is this Lizzo? <laughs> and then they FaceTime. He was very rattled. Yeah, I don't know how, was very how one should react to that. No, I, yeah, I, I don't know if there is a way to react to that. But it's definitely a good conversation starter. But I think we should be... We can get more into the details. Right, later in, later But I think date. we have to be very... We have to be specific on, um, like, si- sizes. You know? Yeah. Like, we don't need a... You don't want to block people. Yeah, yeah. And we you don't, don't need want to hold like up a the whole time. No, no, no. There'd be a time yeah. for people to hold them up, I think. But it but And then we give out first place, second place, third place, depending I think on it's, your sign. Um like you don't want people you know like the projects you would make in grade mm-hmm. school that where the poster boards Science that folded. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. Trifold. Yeah, yeah. We don't need like those are a lot. You know, no, we I, like I don't a good think people would come regular. If, if you said there was a prize, for- right, 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 prize at uh, a yeah. reasonable rate. Yeah, <laughs> you're throwing out prize around yeah, there. Who knows right. what people are gonna do? You're, right, but I think we should do prizes first, second, and third. People hold up their signs. It's sign time, and then we judge and we give out. I think that's a. I think that's a great idea. And it, I it's really like interactive. That idea. Thank you guys. Yeah. I meant to text it last night. And I'm happy I said it now, or else I would have forgotten. I thought you were forever. gonna say when you were teeing that up that you were gonna ask everyone to bring. Balsamic yeah. and, and then, do, like, a do a taste test, test like <gasps> on the stage. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Wow, but that isn't a bad idea. Not for people to bring balls on no, but no, that's but yeah, that's. To, I feel like that is a slippery slope. To literally. taste balsamic in new cities, that we can do on our own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I like that idea. We don't have to, but but having we, like hundreds of people show up with bottles of balsamic is probably not the best idea. One time, Marty and I went to lunch at this place. It was our maybe first or second time going to lunch at this place and somebody recognized marty and all of a sudden the owner became interested in us yeah it was classic it was yeah. like oh now you want to pay attention to us 
and he was like <laughs> he kept like asking Marty like what he does blah blah, blah. very hard to explain when you're like it's somebody who like gen- you just know that this guy he was like hipster like yeah it, I don't know how to explain yeah. you, I just didn't feel like he was gonna know and he didn't he did not know but then he randomly was like you know I collect hot sauces and so if you guys ever leave here this state and go somewhere else can you guys pick me up a hot sauce and bring it back what and we never went back it's kind of it's a great place for lunch and we have not returned bizarre request because we yeah we did not want to come empty-handed well one time when we were in aruba we saw a bottle of hot sauce and we did think about bringing it back we were like it would be really nice of us to get this hot sauce from aruba and bring it back to him but such a weird request it's making us not want to do it it's also (laughs) i'm not a i'm not a collector so i don't know what collector like policy is but i feel like if i was collecting something I would want every, I guess if somebody else gets it for you, there is a story behind it. But I'm saying like, I'd want to be like, oh, I went to this place and got this. Yeah. I oh. went to this place and that. Not like, oh, people just bring me hot sauce yeah. to my place of work. And then I say I, co- I collect it. Right. And we thought hot sauce from Aruba would be good. Like, we no, that's it. We no, that is a, a good country would, and brought you back hot sauce. Be good. But we just, we couldn't do it. We said, no, it's, it's, we find it odd. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm glad he has that hobby. It's unique. What made you think of this? People bringing balsamic People bringing balsamic. Oh, oh, oh. To us. Oh. It's like this yeah. guy has the has customers that yeah, come yeah, there yeah. for lunch. He says, I have and people bring, bring, hot me, sauce. bring me hot sauce. Well, now everyone's just bringing yeah. you free hot sauce. Well, you don't want to collect balsamic. No, I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't want to collect balsamic. I don't want to become the balsamic lady. <laughs> unless I'm on that damn bottle. I, yeah, you're. I was about to say you're halfway there <laughs> now picture this betty's balsamic and it's my grandma dressed in a betty boop outfit in a sketch of a kitchen like ske- like a, a doodle of a kitchen you know what i mean like it's yeah, not fully yeah. colored in yeah but it's like a doodle my grandma's in a betty boop outfit it's her face yeah betty's balsamic i like it i we could probably get sued by betty boop but just for the name betty no but if you use the outfit with right, the well, name- it doesn't have to be identical yeah. but that. I mean, I think you just use your gra- like you could use your grandma's image anyway. Like, right. what doesn't have to be in a Betty Boop outfit? Yeah, I think using my grandma's image, Betty's, because the B, the double B. Yeah. Anyways, I'm so sorry that we're once again talking about balsamic. I have done a crazy amount of research, too. Like you, like, and I'll text you guys. Nobody answers me when I bring up the balsamic. <laughs> that is not true. You. I've, you I'm do in answer. on the balsamic. I'm you in. do. I told you. Yeah, I told you. I did text something the other day, though, that, that nobody answered. About what? About, like, the generic brands and having to knock certain people off the list and, and the research oh. I was doing. Nobody answered. But that's okay. It's okay. Moving on. Moving well, on. Well, I'll be honest. The the one that you sent. Yeah, I, I don't want to name names and give them any more publicity. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The one you <laughs> sent. Um, I do like their dress. Oh, I like their CJ. Yeah. 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 We're not going to name their names. So I wasn't going to be like, oh. No, for, yeah. no free dressing publicity, all right? If we're going to make new, it. New, new, new. No, no, no. Not on this show. I did ask Grocery Store Joe about his advice. That's a great person to ask. Um, I wasn't completely sold on, oh. on making our own balsamic. Well, he was like, yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's not of, easy. Well, yeah. also, just like, don't expect to make like a million dollars. Right, right. Yeah, he was yeah. like, you know. But he was like, but you have bars, like, yeah. you, would, you would have different backing than I do. Yeah, yeah. It's basically how he phrased it. Right. And he does it for the love of the game. 
Right, which you did, we would, for the love of the sauce. We would too. For the love of the dressing. They were confused though. Serena goes, why, why, why you don't scream balsamic to me? I said, Maria Chiffon, Francesca Mariano, yeah. don't scream balsamic. And then she said, then she worded it like this. And I said, you're damn right, Serena. She said, if she was going to buy makeup, and we had makeup, and Kim Kardashian had makeup. She's going to buy Kim Kardashian's makeup. Yeah. But if we had balsamic and Kim Kardashian had balsamic, she would buy our balsamic. Fair. And that's why we're doing what Fair. we're doing. <laughs> Anyways, how's your week? <laughs> and we might not even, like, it's a long road. Well, this could take years. 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 It probably but will if it's going to be good. Most things Years. do. Most things do. We, most... gotta, we have to get, first of all, we got to get somebody in this company on board right. to help us. We're, we're the there. Process. MB's on board. Yeah, but we need more than MB. Listen, you don't just snap your fingers and make a beautiful product. Although no, it don't. does feel that way with you this don't. show. It feels like we snapped our fingers and Chicks in the Office just became this a success. Be a good... But video series of you going to different places testing it out and making like, the process of making it yeah the process of becoming maybe go to italy m- maybe london yeah. i don't know if london has i don't know if that's i don't really know what's in balsamic so I, that was great that that was just a way for ria to say yeah, to yeah. go to london no it wasn't like it wasn't that wasn't the point well we're just gonna stop in london yeah for no reason because it's on the way back maybe we can make balsamic booming in london it's on the way back yeah. it's produced from the juice of white grapes boiled down to um a sugar concentration hey, you just reminded me i didn't get any text yesterday about happy i'm kapoor noah oh i'm so sorry i didn't see just you saying. happy no, no i said, said I didn't text yeah but is, is that you know what you said i feel like I that's not so. what you say you say like have a good fast <laughs> Which uh, did you I don't know fa- what you did, did you fast? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh. But I did go to a break fast. Okay, but I didn't fast. Okay. Um, you know it's weird. Actually, I did see somebody's Instagram story, and I go, "Oh, that's Wednesday. I got to say something to Noah." Yeah. And then Wednesday became Thursday, and I missed it. I'm sorry. It's funny because yeah. I, I did you fast? <laughs> he, I just asked him that. I'm no, sorry. No. He said no. I didn't. And then I felt I was, I like, was looking up I went to this grapes yeah. breakfast and I was like the only one who didn't and I kind of felt like a fraud but I've done it before yeah. it's not hard I do it almost like every day not even choosing to I just don't eat during the day That's not good But like <laughs> hardcore people really you're not supposed to even like drink water or brush your teeth like all that type of stuff But other how was the other than that how was the day did you reflect I didn't do anything other than go to the breakfast and eat bagels. Okay, and so I didn't actually. <laughs> I'm not really, the most yeah. religious guy, but yeah. I was just, you know. Yes, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and did you do anything else this week? Uh, to do anything else? <laughs> uh, no, no. I Why are you anything. so nervous right now? It sounds no. like you're hiding something that you. No, did. no. I was just like, it's funny. Uh, did say, I? Did, uh, you do anything did else? I do any? Um, excuse me. Did I do anything else this week? <laughs> um, what are you hiding? No, no, I'm not hiding anything. It was just a, a dead a, body. An odd question. I was like, what, did I do anything else this week? I, I thought it was really. a normal question, friend. I thought it was a nice question to ask him. Yeah. All right. What did you do this week? Um, I'm going. I'm going to see Kygo tonight. Very excited. You love, love Kygo. Rave. I love Kygo. MSG. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know that he would sell at MSG. Oh yeah. Kygo. I saw Kygo in Syracuse. I saw Kygo at Barclays Center a few years back. It's awesome. Who are you going with? 
Um, a couple friends, Joe. Nice. I got the ticket, so I got to pick the people that I wanted to wanted to take. Oh, uh, well, it was actually su- no, it was actually ticket? supposed to be it was supposed to be a um, a double date situation. Like we were going with a couple double date to Chicago, a couple friend. Um, but then they respectfully bowed out, and so I just offered it up to my friends. Respectfully bowed out. They said no interested. Yeah, like it was. We I bought the tickets months ago, so it was like. But and then, then when it, it was. Up, they were then like, when the date got closer, they were like, ah, you know, I we actually, actually kind of respect. We actually have something else for that yes. week. I don't mind it at all in that scenario because tickets are high in demand. So I knew I was you're, not going to have a problem yeah, getting would, two other people. Would love to go. To yes, Chicago. it's like I knew I was going to find two other people to go easily. So when they were like, oh, like. We're not, and I was like, no worries, totally good. Totally, I can, okay, I, I wanted can absolutely find two people who will come and be very excited, yeah. which they are. Last, I, yeah, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, I want to find two people that I wanted to come instead, and so I'm really excited that you're bowing out. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Last week I went to a concert and I had a whole group. We were all gonna go, and then and I was like, the tickets aren't that expensive, and then we like didn't check them for a week, and then they got more expensive, and none of them want to go anymore. And I was like, come on, like, and no one, I, I hit up so many people and no one was like a fan of the band. And I was like, I'm going to go, like, I don't care. So I went, speaking of going alone, I went to one of the concerts alone and I became like friends with everyone, like in my section, they wow. bought me all, they bought me drinks. Like I didn't buy <gasps> wow, drinks the whole that's night. Nice. You're it a man of mystery and I love it. Yeah. That's great. Well, there's always, Noah's always posting Instagram stories from a concert going of, tonight. of a band where I'm like, I don't alone? know, I don't know who uh, that no, is, tonight, but, but good for mm-hmm. you. Who are you going to see tonight? It's the same band. It's the third time I've seen them in one week. What? Oh my God, yeah. that's out I of the Mincy playbook. No, it is. <laughs> Three and times in one week? Yeah, you love I'm them so much. They're going Friday and Saturday. So I when I, too. Did they so hypnotize asked, you? They're so good. So when I asked you, did you do anything else this week? You couldn't think of anything, well, but you went to three That's concerts. what he was hiding. That's why I got so nervous. Uh, I went to three concerts of no, the same no, band. No, I went Friday and Saturday. That was in this week. Okay, okay. And then I'm going tonight. And then maybe I'll go Friday, Saturday. I mean, tonight again. would have been something to bring up. It's... Yeah, at the beacon. They're, they're just there like for the whole week. I've never seen them before these, but they're so good. What's the band? Tedeschi Trucks Band. It's just uh, like kind of like a jam band type, mm. but it's amazing. Like, sounds like something my boyfriend would like. I'm happy so for you. Them so, I'm very excited. Like That's fun. Good for you, Noah. That's lovely, Noah. Yeah. I, yesterday, Wednesday night, I went into like a absolute television trance of starting a show and just not coming out of it where i sat down at like 5 p.m and then all of a sudden it was midnight and i was like i need to go to bed but i just watched all seven episodes of fate the winks saga what season was two my dinner yeah oh yeah. i tried to be healthy it was like a chicken broth and like oh, a don't bore us then. cat kale caesar with oh like vegan, god vegan dressing. oh while you were watching tv it was honestly, television it was so unenjoyable i can't Ew. even tell you like it was i know like second dinner was ordered after no, you i had some goldfish at like okay. 10 o'clock because i was like i need i need something yeah. and then that and then i went to bed after that but the you know we really liked that first season and it is definitely one of those shows that you're just like this is... Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. Ooh. 
What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. I'm so locked in. It is technically not an award-winning show, but I'm so locked in and, like, need to know what's happening. And it got me from the beginning. I le- It's a very fast pace. Like, because they do only seven episodes, something big is happening every episode. Like, there isn't... At the end of every episode, it was like, oh, my God, I got to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. So all I went through all of them so fast. And I am a sucker. I will watch any show that you tell me the two lead leads the couple like if they're a couple in the show that they're dating in real life i will yeah like if you tell me that couple is dating in real life i will watch the show i will love the show i will look at them and think oh that's so nice that they fell in love doing the show and abigail and she she plays bloom and sky the actor plays sky date in real life they're so cute i thought like on instagram they're absolutely adorable he is a hunk (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's got the accent. I, I the gotta whole look thing. them up. Oh my god, they're so cute. Well, I know Abigail. Well, she's beautiful, and like yeah. the two of them. I mean, they're a, they're an absolutely drop dead gorgeous couple. And when they they just celebrated their one year anniversary, so nice. <laughs> so That's they, lovely. And I'm like, I got it now. I'm locked in. I got to make sure I check out the whole second season. It went through it pretty fast. I really hope. I really hope it gets a third. This is one of those shows where it's like the teen shows where. Even if the even if the front runners don't know if it's going to get another season, they make the season like they are. So it ended on such a cliffhanger. It's like, oh my god, how do you how could you possibly end this show at this point? They, so if they don't do a season three, I'll be very disappointed. But I hope they do. We've seen it. I know the society multiple ended times on the biggest cliffhanger of all time. Multiple times. I'll be honest. The the you guys didn't watch the second season, of The Wilds, but. Holy uh, moly, That did that end on a cliffhanger as well? well and that's not coming back. By the time I was going to watch the second season of The Wilds, I heard that it was canceled. And mm-hmm. so I was like, why am I going to watch the second season and then be well, upset at the end? That, like, no, but I knew I'd be upset at the end if, yeah. seeing the, the but end. if I like a show, uh, I want to watch. Like, if I really, I don't know why I didn't watch The Wilds, but I, that wouldn't be the reason why. Like, Yeah. like You liked the first season. I did. I don't know why. I think I tried to watch the first, and I was like, it was all about the... The, the guys, guys now, yeah. I'm like, this is boring. Yeah. No, so it was a it was a a shift where I was like, they ended on such a cliffhanger. They better. I'm sure go they will. It. And you know, sometimes you just see an actress where you're like, huh, I forgot you were in this. Like when I was watching House of the Dragon, and I got I don't know any of their names, so I'm not going to be able to do this ex- this explanation well. But the the cousin. Who was supposed to be queen when it was like between Rhaenyra's dad? What's his name? Oh my god, I don't know any of their names. Yeah, no, Rhaenyra, I, I just watched. Remember, like I in the first episode, understand what's happening. Yeah, the first don't. episode, it was Rhaenyra's dad, mm-hmm. and then there was like another a female family member, like they were going to be mm-hmm. the the queen or king mm-hmm. of the Iron Throne. They went with Rhaenyra's dad, but then there's the she was like a cousin or sister or something, and then she marries the Lord of whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The son that Rhaenyra marries. I just don't know their names. That actress was in the first season of Fate. And so when I was watching it, I'm like, this woman looks so familiar. Why do I know this? And then when I put season two on, I was like, that's why. Because she was in season one. And there might be some people who understood what I just said. And there's probably going to be more that do not. But it made sense in my head. There will be some people that go, yes, friend. And I enjoyed the... 
um, second season, and I ship Abigail and her So it boyfriend. was worth your Wednesday night. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, like, those shows where you just, they keep you on your toes. You just don't know what, where it's going to turn. Are you ever going to show you a picture? Show that I tell you to watch? Eventually, yes. Well, here's what happened. I was going to watch that show, and then it reminded me of, of what I heard. Look how hot they oh, are. Oh, yeah. That's a good couple and great outfits. Yeah. yeah. Um, it reminded me of what I saw Hacks was about. So I was like, wait a second. Hacks is getting all these rave reviews. Let me check out Hacks. And I love Hacks. So then I watched Hacks and I haven't gotten around to that show. I will say that all the shows that I had bragged about a couple weeks ago being like, these shows are awesome. Everyone needs to love them have fallen down the drain. Each each Damn. one of them has gotten. Besides the patient, I'm still hooked into because the patient is like quick episodes. But can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Do you think that it's perhaps the format that maybe you that like because it is a week to week show, they're in the lulls of their season, and then like when they end, it'll get better, and then you might look back and say, as a whole, the season was good, but those middle episodes stunk. Well. I think if they released Tell Me Lies, I don't know the ending, so I don't know. But here's my theory. If they released Tell Me Lies all at once, I wouldn't think it is as bad as, bad as, as it is now. Mm. But my God, are these episodes pointless? Like, mm. I'm watching... They're they're an hour long. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, I go, huh? Why? Why was half of that in here? Yeah. Why aren't we getting any real answers? Like, there's all, they always add something new, and then it's pointless in the next episode. Yeah. So I'm like, why are they adding so many pointless things? Get to the fucking point of the show. It could have been a six-episode series that they yeah. released all at once that we watch in one day, and we're like, boom, boom, boom. Wow, great six-episode series. Done. We know the point. It's dragging on and I'm getting so fucking frustrated because the characters are so hateable besides um, Brie yeah. and Evan. Yeah. They're Wait, who, they're lovely. The guy whose the birthday it was. Married. Oh, the yeah, couple's yeah. getting married. getting married. They're getting married. They're getting married. They show that at the beginning of the, the show. The first episode when she goes, she The first sees episode, him. It's, it's about them. It's oh, at their, oh, in yeah. present yeah. day, they're oh, getting yeah, married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I forgot that it was there was even a present day. Yeah, That's present day, they're been. getting married, and I love them as a couple. Yeah. I think that they are the two nice, normal. Now, yes, you need the hateable characters if you're going to make a TV show. Yeah. Um, I just am getting so frustrated with that we're getting no answers and no reveals. Like, the characters are walking around aimlessly, not knowing anything that yeah. the other ones are doing. Well, the problem Why is... Why aren't they like, finding out? I, I'm like... They're not gonna, it's not going to be till the last episode. I know it's not going to be till the last episode, so why not make it a six-episode series where it's like, boom, this happens, boom, that happens. They're adding so much nonsense that you're like, we just watched an entire episode that was so pointless. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching a reality show. Last night, I said... I watched the episode, I said... I felt like I just watched a reality show where where it was just a bunch of pointless drama that is not. Yeah, it was like, wait, you have a sister? And yeah, then, like, yeah. That was like the whole episode. And then like, no, and it was just like, just pointless drama. Yeah, I will that say that is not needed in the show. I will say I think that they. But had I a... do think if I watched it consecutively, in one day, I would have been like, oh, that show was great. And Bad Sisters on Apple TV. My mom loves that show, by the way. Bad Sisters. Yeah. I loved it. Until it's it's kind of reaching the same area of of tell me lies where I'm like, get to the point. Like there's so much unnecessary. Weekly too. Yes, like I think that's probably what it is. Then. 
the weekly thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what Fran said. And but also just like certain plots that I just don't care about. And I guess maybe that's my own personal taste. But yeah, I I think that they had a tougher time translating that book into a ten episode show. Like the book is in told in different perspectives and the way it weaves through like how everyone's thinking works more in a book than it does on tv because they like they had to kind of make it more of like a one her just her story and then like i don't know it's just i just don't know it i'm probably agree with you it probably needed like six or seven episodes i don't think it needed a full 10 and it's a one book yeah so it's gonna be a one and done yeah Unless they just... Unless, I mean, they them. can decide that they want to make it. In, they've done that before. Like, you know, they I'm, take a book and it does well. And they say, oh, well, now we're just going to write a second season, even though there's not a book. I would be... um, I would be surprised. I mean, I guess they could, but I would be surprised if they extended it past this one season. It feels like they could write a second season, though. Definitely could. Because with the present day... And then it's going to end on the present day. But we're not going to see the aftermath. Yeah. That's not, that's really, not the story. Really annoys, he's the worst. But, like, he's almost, it's so, f- how annoying he is, it's, like, almost fake. Like Right, like, can like somebody he, be like, this annoying? Shattered the table. It's like, what? No one's this annoying. People are. People like, are that annoying and dumb. There are people like that that exist. I have anyone like that. <laughs> I feel like I have, and I've been like, you're yeah. so annoying and dumb. Like, when he just... Yeah, I mean... Right, don't spoil it, I'm but... Spo- I mean, it's not even spoilers. It's no, it's not spoilers. There's no plot to him. Well, there is, but whatever. I, I just... I wish I can actually talk about the episode, but I'm not going to. Um, what other show... Yeah, it was it was Bad Sisters Tell Me Lies and, and patient. patient, which... I like The Last Patient. That one's so quick that I have no problem with it. It's just so... It's such Those episodes, episodes are so fast. They, I mean, they they're go, like 20-minute episodes. That would be a cool one if they all put it out at once, because it would be like two hours long. Like the whole thing, it would be like a movie. Yeah, Yeah. it it would go too fast. Hulu, I will say though, like Hulu doesn't really do seasons all at once. No, like they don't for any of their shows. But that's why Netflix is trying to copy Hulu now because Hulu, I think, is succeeding with that. Well, also, like, Mm. isn't the thing because if you do it all at once, people can like watch it all and then cancel their subscription, and you don't have or and I think there's something with the watch time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I watched the whole season two of the morning show recently. It's pretty good. I got to catch up on that. I didn't watch the second season of that. Yeah, I don't like. There's definitely I don't think Netflix needs to like start making episodes once a week for things. They do that for some stranger things. They kind of did that. It wasn't once a week. It was just like installments. Yeah. Well, like that. The they only did it se- twice. No, the last season they just split it up. Into two, but it was only two parts, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, but yeah. They, it wasn't like here's the whole, but it, those were also like movies, I guess. So. Yeah, I think that's different. That was yeah. like a full part one, and then part two was like only two episodes, but it was like four hours long. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, that's a good. I don't know. I just some of those shows, like God forbid, if if Fate the Wink Saga season <laughs> two was episode by ep- week by week. I would have lost it. That's the show that needs to be binged, right? When yeah, that's, that's like that's a one sit, that's a one and done. Like I just, I'm just gonna sit, I'm gonna watch all of it, and then I'm and then it's done, right? <laughs> like how Outer Banks comes out all at once. Yeah. It's like we need that. If Outer Banks came out week to week, I oh think I would God. lose my mind. No, people would freak out. 
Did you? We never talked about the season three trailer. People would freak out. I'll be honest. I, I don't even know if I watched it. I watched it. Was it the tra- Was it a full trailer? Or was it just? Oh wait, no, I watched it. it felt, I do. I watched it. What am I talking about? I watched it. Come it. out. It's not gonna be until next year. Really, I thought it was like December. I, I thought year. it said 2023. Oh, maybe coming 20. Probably. I may, I may have made that up, but I thought it said coming 2023. Um, it looked too action packed for me. Too action packed. Like Outer Banks is action packed. Yeah. But I felt there was so much going on, I couldn't even follow what was happening. I feel like they just tried to make a very chaotic looking trailer. trailer. That's probably what it was. You know? I doubt the show is that Like chaotic. they put it, they they make those trailers look like so intense. The one for the second season was, I remember, did, was very intense. Did you watch the trailer well. for Knives Out 2 with Madeline Klein? Yes, I that did. That good. Yeah. Shout out to Madeline Klein. That. Love her. Yep. That's going to be a very good movie. Excited for that. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Okay, let's get into. We don't even really have. Yeah, we don't actually don't. Let's really just have, talk about one thing. Yeah, well, let's just talk about one thing, and then we have Nick, Nikki V, Nikki V out. Nikki V is here. He's on the podcast talking about his new book. Uh, but let's but talk about once again. I'm here to tell you that we are talking about Kanye, and we're not happy about it. But because it's a snooze fest at this point, I'm actually not even entertained. I'm bored with his nonsense. It's just hard. Like it's just every. When you're trying for, you know, our process of looking through topics and stories and reading things and going through the websites and everything, it's every other thing is Kanye. It's either Kanye or because the Kardashian Hulu show comes out, then it's about that. Headlines about that. And then it's about Pete Davidson and how people want him to date Giselle. And yeah. it's the same thing over and over again. A lot of Tom and again. Giselle headlines. But Kanye is going wild on Instagram. Again. Again. Now he's going... I saw a post that did not sit right with me. How he mm-hmm. said, corny-ass Gigi Adid and nose job Haley Baldloose. Poor fucking Haley Bieber. I'm sorry. Like, yes, poor Gigi Adid. Yeah. But being cord- called corny versus being called nose job Haley Baldloose, people are always coming at her for her looks and all these things. She's so beautiful. I just don't get it. And it's like, you have Kanye saying that to you. Justin cannot be pleased. I would imagine Bieber is not happy. Yeah. He wrote bald loose, Mm -hmm. like L O O S E. Do you think he meant to write bald lose? I think because of bald win, bald lose. But he wrote loose instead because he does have a lot of typos in these yes. captions of his as okay. well. Yes, bald right? loose. Like that's probably what he that was is going for. Definitely. Bald because <laughs> bald, bald loose, I was like, I don't bald understand that. Loose. I was I more stuck quite... on the nose job yeah, part. Yeah, like yeah. nose job. Like he's just reading what people are saying on well, it's just online just and running he... with it. Like he's like, Oh, Haley ba- Haley Bieber got a nose job. Listen to the caller daddy episode. Yeah, like, imagine really he was like, like and by the way, so super I listened to the caller daddy episode, yeah. which I'm sure honestly does. I actually wouldn't be shocked if Kanye went on Call Her Daddy one day. Um but <laughs> that's besides the point. But no, there was a lot that happened, even just from 
I'll fill in the blank from the last time we talked about it. You know, the last time we talked, when we talked about it on Wednesday, it was that Gigi was really the one who like made noise about it. She was, cause she made that comment. Um, and then the rest of the week it escalated. Chloe commented and was just like, you know, you are the father of my nieces and nephews. Like we're just, we're tired of this narrative. Cause Kanye once again was posting about not being at the, the birthday. Mm-hmm. He was like, we're tired of this narrative. Like we all know the truth. There's text to prove it. Wrote this whole thing. Like, please stop dragging Kimberly. Like, I'd be happy to have this conversation with you privately, but like, I have to say something, um, which just, you know, gets Kanye riled up. Vogue, the Vogue magazine itself, you know, put out a statement that they support their their writer, Gabriella, and that their edit, fashion editor and that this was a very, um, you know, they stand with her and her thoughts and she can voice her opinions in which however she would like to. And that has just seemed to have spiraled into Kanye continuing to talk about the point of his show and the amazing art that he creates and nobody gets it and he gets everything because he's just such a genius and now he won't stop posting probably by the time this comes out it'll have posted way more, more times which uh, 100% because it's Thursday and then by the time this comes out it's Friday it'll be way more but yep. he posted this one it's a picture of Kylie and he wrote okay 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 I'll admit I got Johan to speak to sneak Anastasia, Victoria, or Anastasia, Victoria, and Carter into the Balenciaga show. And yes, the whole world knows I got a crush on Stas, but Victoria is dope too. I just feel dope people should not be held back by fear of losing anything. Just like I told Matt Williams, if you lose anything because of my post, I'm here. There's a choice to the Calabasas Mafia. So now he's openly saying he has a crush on Stasi baby and uh, their friend Victoria, which seems like a disaster it seems like a disaster waiting to happen especially if he did sneak them into the show yeah and then kylie didn't know that or kardashians didn't know that kanye got stassi into the show we can't we can't have her lose another best friend no no, no, no we no. can't have that no. happen if i had to guess kanye just helped them get an invite and yeah but in kanye's mind he's like i snuck them in but he probably just he like just, helped them get invited right, to because the they did get like official bags and everything i saw yeah. on their social media which like if i had to guess whatever it seems but. totally i mean of course if you're if you're going to the Blenciaga show you're not saying you're not you're posting from the show being like thanks Blenciaga." you're not saying like thanks kanye, kanye. for sneaking me into the Blenciaga show right but it seemed um, like they got gift bags and everything yeah, sent to them the, the logical thought there is that kanye walked in that show and that if they all know each other, they probably asked him of, you know, hey, we want to go to the Balenciaga show. He said, OK, great. I will help you with that. And then they went. And now he's just in his Kanye way saying that he's ever- them in. <laughs> I, and I said, the world knows you got a crush on Stas. Nobody no. knew until you just told everybody. Yeah. Nobody knew you had a crush on Stasi baby until this second. Now everybody now, knows yeah. you have a crush on Stasi baby. What? I don't know. It's just not one thing after the next, really. Just so it's, tiresome. I'm so done talking about and it. And sometimes it's just like, it's, it, I know it's a bad, bad joke. It's not even a joke, but I know like everybody comments being like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you mean to put that on your close story, but it's like, it really does. It really does seem like mm-hmm. he is posting for his inner circle because so much of it is names and people in the fashion industry that, us normal regular folk don't know who these people are you know mm-hmm. so it's like you're reading these names it's like i don't i don't know who that is i don't know who that is i don't know what he's right. really talking about at all but 
here he's gonna keep talking about it. giving them publicity. I'm shocked he hasn't brought up Pete Davidson in some way. I'm sure by the time this comes out, he will. Yeah. Candace Owens did. Candace Owens brought up Pete about the tattoos. tattoos. I was gonna say, I bet Kanye starts talking about Pete. But I wouldn't be surprised at some point. These posts seem to be fashion-based, but I bet that Pete Davidson's removal You never know. There's just always something, but it just, it's like... A not so many po- and then he posts and then he deletes and then he posts more and then he deletes more and it's just so self-serving can't anymore report him again i didn't but i could but i didn't feel like now i mean he's this is the thing like he's just he's putting his thoughts out there now he's just gonna do he's just gonna keep doing this i mean yeah, because there's no stopping him at this point. It's it feels like, and if even if they're even if Instagram like he can get his thoughts out any way he wants, even if Instagram was like, oh, you're not doing this on Instagram anymore anymore. There, I'm sure there would be a television show or I kind of something that he would do that he would be able to to express himself if he needed to or wanted to. I guess I kind of missed when it was on Twitter. Remember he when he was, anymore? he was going, remember it would always be on Twitter? Yeah. Those yeah, were was. easier to follow. Yeah. Twitter's much easier. Like now, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah. Now he's it. always just, there's pictures and captions. There's so much to follow. It would have been, and then like what happened to just a couple weeks ago, you know, he had Chris Jenner as his profile picture. He said it was a sign of peace. He was doing, I don't think that was, and I honestly week. don't know if that was a sign of peace. Well, that's what he said it was. I think he's all over the place. I think he hates Chris Jenner and then he loves Chris Jenner and he hates Chloe, know. but he loves Chloe. It's a disaster. I thought like I thought like Chloe stepping in was so nice and it's hard because you really don't want to get involved, but it's just like it's hard to watch that happen to somebody close to you. And does anything positive come out of commenting? Probably not, but. I do wonder if Justin Bieber is going to go public being like, stay away from my wife. I don't think he will. But you don't know because Justin's been vocal on Instagram before about things. Yeah, I just feel like remember he when he, has to, not when he was really... fighting with Card Elevine? Yeah, I just feel like he hasn't in a really long time. Like, right, just for you know, I feel like he has not done gone that path in a very long time, and I don't even know why. But I feel like this is maybe a bad example to use, but I feel like from that Color Daddy interview of of Alex asking like if Justin ever stepped in and she said no it's like oh if he's not gonna step in there why would he step in here I just because think, another man is talking about yeah. the way no, your like wife Connie's looks like so all over the place if it was like someone where it was like shocking that they said it maybe but it's like connie's going after everyone. right right it's yeah. like oh he's going after everybody let's just yeah. let's just yeah. let him be exactly feels like drake yeah. and then maybe he'd Right, then, yeah. Kanye seems to be on great grounds with Drake right now. He said he'll be playing Drake's music (laughs) because Because Drake Drake liked liked one of his posts. posts. (laughs) Imagine Drake did that by accident and was like, fuck. (laughs) That's also just, you know, he's literally looking at who is liking his pictures and then taking screenshots and resharing who is liking his pictures. And liking other people's posts about him. Offset liked one. He also didn't. uh, Yeah, Offset liked one against him. Oh, and then he did he show that? That's what he was uh, showing. Weird post for... Uh, oh, other for, fake friends. Weird post for Drake to like. Because it was the one calling out Haley. And it was not the one about the nose job, but saying like, oh, like Justin, Justin get... Like, yeah, Justin, am I, like, I, I cancel? Get your girl. That one, it's like, 
probably just like oh, like definitely. Drake laughed. Oh, yes. Like, I also think it it is objectively funny that you can picture him sitting on his phone using the camera app and using the red highlighter pen feature (laughs) to circle every single name on this when he could have just said all these names. He just circled every single individual person (laughs) with the red highlighter feature. And he has people sending being like, yo, look at who's liking this. Yeah. Maybe we'll be on there liking... I really not those. Yeah, I know. It's just it's tiring. Stop posting this. I just it's hard because it's he posts so much and then it gets all the media coverage. It's all over. It's on every website. Yeah, we're Everybody's talking, about, talking it. about it. I know we're talking about it, but we're talking about it because nobody it's the it's the only coverage that's happening. Yep. It's gonna keep going for a little bit. And then he'll go dark for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. We'll probably. See. Summer has officially phased out. We all know it as much as we tried to hang on. We know that summer's done. It's October. Fall is here. And right now, it's the perfect time for a change. And if you're looking for a change in your life, maybe you haven't tried Vizzy, check out Vizzy Heart Seltzer. Vizzy Heart Seltzer has flavors for every single vibe that you're looking for. Whether you're cozying up or you're hosting a tailgate, Vizzy is here for you. They have the variety packs. The first one has strawberry, kiwi, blueberry, pomegranate, which is my favorite, black cherry, lime, and pineapple mango. The second one is watermelon, strawberry, raspberry, tangerine, papaya, passfruit, and blackberry lemon. Vizzy Heart Seltzer, there's a flavor for every single vibe. So go to VizzyHeartSeltzer.com slash chicks to find Vizzy near you. That's VizzyHeartSeltzer.com slash chicks to find Vizzy near you. And to hear about the latest flavor drops, sign up at VizzyHeartSeltzer.com slash subscribe. You must be 21 and up. Remember, celebrate responsibly at the Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. All right, everyone, we are here with a very special guest. We are joined by Nick Vial. We're going to be talking about his new book, Don't Text Your Ex, Happy Birthday. It's out now. You can go buy it. We have the hard cover copy right in front of us. I love when we have people in and we talk about their books because then we get to do like the Jimmy Fallon thing where we mm-hmm. hold it up. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. I, it was always a pleasure being with you guys. You're uh, some of my faves. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice. We appreciate that. Um, and we're excited because, you know, you haven't been in this studio. We have you here in New York. We get to talk in person. The last time we saw you, we were in Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> yep. Which is you guys put just, on a show. you know, we did put, that was a great show. Great I love that show. It was a great show. I left yeah. very impressed. You were Thank a great you. guest and you were there for a time that I bet people wish they were in the room for. That was a real moment. <laughs> I is, really. That is so funny. I, people are probably like, ah, oh, to be a fly on the wall. And Nick was, was literally the fly, fly on, on the, the wall. wall. And how uncomfortable were you? I, I was that I think selfishly. I was. It was great. Yeah, like, I, you know, because I, I knew it wasn't a me problem. And yeah, yeah you're right. You're I've right. I dealt with uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. before, but yeah, you I'm were glad the, everything. Yeah, yes, worked out. Yeah. You're definitely the winner. Thank you very yeah, much. We're, we're on the other side of that. Yes, we yeah. are. Uh, very excited about your book. Obviously, I always, you know, it started off as a joke, me talking about questions with Nick, because I would always be like, Nick, if you use questions with Nick, it's it's Sunday, and now I actually do read every Sunday and I uh, liked your marketing the past couple of weeks where somebody would ask a question and he would say just turn to chapter yeah. and promote the book uh, I appreciate that yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been a lot of fun really rewarding um, it's the number one best selling dating book on Amazon right now so that's kind wow. of exciting love we'll that we'll see how long it stays there yeah um, 
If there's one thing that people want, it's relationship advice. Because I feel like everyone is always going through something of some sort, whether it's a situation, a relationship, single. Everyone wants to know what to do. It really doesn't matter, like you said, where you are in the relationship. I mean, relationships are fucking hard. Dating's mm-hmm. hard. Uh, things constantly are changing. It's easy to feel... Like you're losing power in a relationship. You know, you joked about your hair and and like what that meant. And sometimes we get in our heads, even when we're single. And I kind of said, like, I wrote this book because I've often felt really stuck in relationships. I've often felt like uh, other people's decisions uh, were the biggest indicator of my happiness when it came to relationships. And I don't think we give ourselves enough credit uh, when it comes to how much control we have over uh, our our happiness when it comes to relationships Mm -hmm. and dating doesn't mean we're always going to get what we want when we want it in the moment, but uh, if we're willing to be a little bit more honest with ourselves, um, and I'm someone who used to lie to myself all the time about what I really wanted or what I thought looked good, you know, or what I thought people would like or, or things like that. And so that's kind of what it's all about. It's really just more of a mindset really than, you know, it's definitely not like the top five things guys love or, or things <laughs> like that. It's mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really kind of proud of how inclusive it is. Like, I, I know that my audience is primarily women, and I wrote it from a perspective. Well, I wrote it from my perspective. But, yeah, you know, the challenges I face, like, you know, uh, why would she say this and do that? You know, what does this mean? You know, why did why am I confused? Why did I get cheated on? Why did I get ghosted? You know, uh, why why won't she be in a relationship with me? I've, I've lived through all those things, um, unfortunately. But... Um, I'm on the other side of it, and uh, it's it's that's basically everything I talk about on my show. It all comes from those experiences, and you know, I wrote it with the idea of I wanted it to feel like a one-on-one conversation. You know, like I'm just kind of talking to a friend. And so far, for the people who've read it, it seems like that uh, that that's how they're taking it. It's I've been really happy with uh, how people have received it, so it's been fun. Yeah, just looking at the chapters, it seems like there is something that covers every basis. Of yeah. all stages that, of relationships, yeah, I, mean, I kind of wrote it for yeah. like it, it takes the relationship from, from beginning, beginning to, to end yeah. to yeah. kind of yeah. like dating to first dates to the relationship to like right you know, even just being single and being not single, looking yeah. for somebody as totally. well. What was the writing process um, for this, and what made you finally decide? You know, I want to put all my advice and thoughts and opinions in a book because you do have your podcast where people call in and you are always giving advice on there. You do it on TikTok. You do it on Instagram. Yeah, Why it was the book? kind of an accident. Um, I didn't want to write a book. Uh, I didn't want to write a tell-all or a memoir. I'm like, I'm not a fucking senator. Like, what do yeah. I have to talk about? And I didn't want to, like, do the whole ghostwriter thing. But I did the questions with Nick for a long time. And so I had, like, thousands of these, like, Q&As. You know, you post it, it saves it. And I just mm. was like, I, I went to my now editor and I basically pitched him like, Hey, listen, I, I have all these Q and A's like, yeah. what if I just give them to you and you like make it look pretty and put into like a coffee table book. You can like sell it like urban outfitters or something right, like right, that. Right. That was kind of my goal. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was yeah. like yeah. low hanging fruit. I don't yeah. have to do anything and yep. you know, give mm-hmm. me a few bucks and like, yep. whatever it'll be, it'll be a fun like novelty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they they gave me a deal and then they said, but we want you to write. And I was just like, I don't really want, I don't think you realize what you're asking. Um, so it was pretty intimidating, uh, but I did. <clears throat> and it was really just, you know, a lot of all the advice I got was don't try to write the best book ever. Don't even try to write a book. Just just write, you know, and we'll worry about the, the other stuff later. I had a lot of helpful people like help me organize it and structure it in a way that kind of 
you know, took it from beginning to, to end in the relationship cycle. But um, once I powered through and got the rough, very, very rough first draft done, then it got fun because I could kind of see the vision. Because before when you're starting, you're like, I don't, I don't know where to fucking start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was pretty cool. And so, um, you know, there was definitely a moment when I was writing it, I was like, I'm going to just give the money back. <laughs> um, because this is, this is, I didn't want to, I really did not, I didn't want to do it for like once they asked me to write a book, I didn't want to do it just like, you know, just collect a paycheck. I didn't, I didn't want to embarrass myself, you know? Um, and so I was really nervous about how it would turn out, but I'm really happy with how it turned out. I, I impressed myself because I didn't think I could do it, but, um, yeah, it was fun that way. And, um, it it turned out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I actually wrote a book. I never thought I would. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, it's an awesome accomplishment. And I, I like how the beginning you start off, you say like, well, why am I writing this book? Like, it's like, here I am and why am I doing this? Um, when you, just to kind of start it off, which I feel like is probably one of the biggest, is that like maybe the biggest criticism yeah. or you get when it's cause like, oh, Nick's writing a book on relationships. Why? I'm a straight white male <laughs> from the fucking Bachelor, who's mm-hmm. notorious for being unlucky in love. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think you have to be like self-aware. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm a big believer that I'd rather learn from people who have lived it and made mistake made mistakes. Like, you know, people in healthy relationships can offer some great advice. Yeah. But you know, when it comes to relationship advice, it's usually the the struggles people have that people have the most questions about. And but I think you have to convey that message. And again, I'm not a therapist or an expert of any kind. So I just want to lead with that and put that out there and just, again, come from a place of like, listen, I've, I've, these are my experiences. If you find it helpful, great. If not, go somewhere yeah. else. But like, mm-hmm. this is why I understand what you're going through. This is, I was in a, you know, some really rough, rough spots. I truly felt helpless. I've truly felt lost before. You know, I, I can think back on some like, moments in my life of saying some crazy shit to myself or crazy shit to my parents and like truly feeling desperate. Uh, and now I look back at those moments and laugh and I'm, you know, it's kind of, fu- I'm glad I have those moments. And, and it all came from like just changing how I view and think about relationships. Um, and, you know, to your answer your question, like I have the podcast, I have social media. What I, what I'm, what I like about this book is that I, I wanted it to be like, kind of like a manual, like that if you're out there, you get it, you read it, I hope you enjoy it. But then it kind of sits there, you go on a date again, it doesn't go your way, you get stuck, you meet someone you really like, and you're just like, I don't want to date me. Like all this shit in this book, as I always say, it's like, it's super easy in theory. It's not rocket science. Yeah, it's yeah. not calculus. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times people who are like in good places in their life, they're like, well, it's, oh, it's obvious. Yeah. But when, you, <laughs> yeah. like, when you're emotionally fucked up over something, it's really hard to hold yourself accountable and I want it to be something you can kind of reference back to and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, and yeah. I honestly like, you know, I wrote it in a sense that something I could refer back to. Like these are yeah. the type of like things that come up that are just it's so hard to like, do I really want this or am I just trying to prove something to myself? Or is it just mm-hmm. my ego and all these little things that it's like I said, easy in theory, hard in practice. And so I'm glad it like turned out to be a kind of that thing you can always kind of page through, you know, various chapters might re- 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 like relate to you more than others uh, and something you can kind of easily pick up. And certainly it's a great gift for a friend and stuff like that. Right, And it's kind of like, 
sometimes you know the answer to something, but you don't want to accept it until somebody else says it. So I feel like there's a lot of times yeah. where somebody might be like, well, what does Nick say about this? And it's something they knew in the back of their head, but now that you're yeah. saying it, it clicks for them. I also love um, the name of the book because I think it's not just like Nick Viall's dating advice. It's it's catchy. Don't text your ex. Happy birthday. <laughs> Who came up with that? My, uh, my editor did. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were going through name titles. It, I always feel like I'm a better critic than an idea guy. Yeah. Like I know if something's good or bad, you know. And as soon as she said it, I'm like, perfect. Yeah. And then the and then her boss tried to change it. I'm like, no, fuck no. Like yeah. this is the title. Right. No, I think it's catchy. Um, and yeah, because I I don't like it's not like obviously I have a lot of advice and anecdotal stories and but like I didn't want to come from a place of like you know like five steps like yeah, yeah Nicole yeah. and like or just more of like a how to the guide to dating like yeah. that's yeah right. it like, doesn't... it's just more like here are some relatable stories and some like you know uh analogies that often are food related um, <laughs> that kind of make it easy to conceptualize because I think like when we're thinking about love and relationships um again that emotional piece makes us want to go well it, we're different and this is why it's not the same and then when you kind of reverse engineer it and break it down to something like more basic, you're like, oh, I'm doing that? And then it becomes a lot easier to to not do the thing that's fucking you up so yeah. much. Do you think you would have written this book currently if you were not in a good relationship? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would have. Uh, I started writing this book before Natalie and I before, were okay. uh, official. Okay. Um. And yeah, so I get asked that question. I remember um, my, my publicist who was in the other room who's sitting next to my girlfriend right now, and she was just like... <laughs> Everybody's listening. She was like, well, you know, like, what, what, what would happen if you like you guys broke up? Kind of like... Right, right. Nervous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I would read my book, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. kind of the point. And there's a... there's a, a Early in the book, I say, you know, success in relationship isn't being isn't having a relationship. It's being in a relationship with the right person, you know? And I also believe that relationships end for a reason, right? And there's value in relationships that don't work out. Um, and I, and that's a big premise of the book is we, I know I did this. Like I put so much of my self-worth into having a relationship, especially in my mid to early twenties, you know, when, why not? My parents had all yeah. this mm-hmm. great relationship and it was like, love's important. You have to have it. And like, if I didn't have it, I was a loser, and we we do that a lot, and so um, yeah, like again, this th- I, this book is not. I have a relationship now. Yeah. Listen to me and know what I'm talking <laughs> right, about. Yeah. The, it really, it's really this book is a mindset. It's not uh, like a how to find love because I found love. It's more about uh, not lying to yourself, and regardless of what point you are in your life in relationships, and even your you know your platonic relationships. You know, how can you be honest with yourself about your choices so that you can get what you want in the long term? And mm-hmm. when you don't get what you want in the short term, you don't get so down on yourself and beat yourself up and make a bad situation worse by hanging on to something that's kind of like eating you away inside and letting go of things and just kind of, you know, bringing more, you know, positive things into your life that just make you feel a little less like weighted down. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, I remember just feeling stuck you know just really kind of stuck where i just couldn't get out of my own way or my own thoughts and and that's really what the book's about it's it's definitely not a, a um <clears throat> like written from a place of like righteousness or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that definitely yeah i was going to ask like say when when or if you and natalie get into an argument about something how do you remove yourself from the place of nick who 
gives advice and seems to know the answers for other people and, you know, take in what she's no. saying and not know everything. Totally. Uh, well, it's a good question, man. It Thank is. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I guess I've I've made enough m- mistakes in other relationships uh, to know that that is something I'm capable of of coming across as condescending or or like a know it all. <laughs> Natalie is, you know, everyone knows she's younger than me, you know, and it's and when I decided we when we decided to be in a relationship, you know, and at least for me, my personal choice, my decision when I thought about it is like. I'm going to date this person. She has to be my equal. Like we're going to bring various strengths in the relationship. And so, uh, and I just don't want to be obnoxious to my girlfriend. I want her to enjoy my company. Mm -hmm. And I know one way to get someone to not to enjoy your company is to constantly sound like you're right all the time. And so I, you know, if I'm frustrated about something, I, you know, I, I will say, this is how I feel about this situation. Like I, you know, and something that really worked and, you know, I guess maybe it's as a guy, uh, I think I would encourage more men to talk this way, but you know, I've said to her before, like, I, can I talk to you about something? I'm, I'm feeling a little insecure about this situation and I'm not saying it's something you're doing and, and, and maybe you're doing something, but I also realize I probably could be sensitive about this. Yeah. So could we just talk about that? And I just start, from that place and then we're just having a conversation mm-hmm. and I definitely am not bringing in well I read this or so, you know like Natalie's like I get yeah. it you wrote a book yeah. so I got a question with Nick yeah. question. so I am that was just this scenario yeah, I'm definitely not coming from a place of offering advice at all to her mm-hmm. unless she specifically asked for it uh, and, and certainly not when it comes to our relationship mm-hmm. um, and so yeah I'm the most important thing is just to be aware that right. I, I that I don't want to do right. that. Right, and I yeah. think that I think that's just like a good thing for people to hear because I do think, like Fran said, it would be like, like, oh, how does he have all the answers? And I do think it's coming across clear that you're not saying you have all the answers. You're just giving your experience, and those experiences can help other people that have been through the same thing. And it's kind of like take it or leave it. Like, yeah, take this, and if it works for you, great. And if it doesn't, you could try something else. Totally, yeah. I. I don't have all the answers, that's for sure. What I am really good at doing, and it started with myself, is I'm really good at not lying to myself. And when people call in, and my secret sauce is I just listen to their lies. You know, and when I don't mean like lying about, you know, like I had pizza when you really had steak mm-hmm, for dinner. Yeah. I mean like when they're calling in and they're saying things like, well, I don't really like them. And I'm like, what do you mean by really like them? And I right. get them to like really listen to what they're saying because again it's just easy to, to lie to ourselves yeah. you yeah. know and so i'm good at hearing that and then redelivering in a way that makes people go mm, okay yeah. yeah and yeah. so that's all i'm really doing yeah. and it's not about having the answers it's just getting people to just see their situation more honestly so they can be honest yeah. with the people they're interacting because you've with. been in that spot before how many people do you think are lying to their therapists so many so, again because when I, to think, yeah. when I went when I went to therapy everybody yeah. lies to their therapist in some way yeah when I, I this was about not last year but the year before and I started going to therapy and I would talk to my therapist and I would <laughs> I would tell her things and I could just feel in the back of my head that I wasn't saying what I like really yeah. meant and then I'd be like I'm not I'm not getting out of anything out of therapy like she's not helping me and it was because I was not telling her really yeah. what I felt like yeah. I was trying to make it seem like I, Certain things were okay and other things weren't. 
But really, the thing that I was saying was okay was not okay. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. You weren't really lying to her. You were lying to yourself yes, I was lying and communicating to what you wanted to believe yes. was the truth. Like, uh, I was living in Venice a couple years ago, and I was at this really you know, popular coffee shop. David Be- Beckham walked in. And I'm, you know, as far as, like, guys that I think are cool, David Beckham's on the top of the mm-hmm. list. Yeah, Harry Styles. And Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. And... um I was like, I don't know, I'm get starstruck very easily, but I was just like, fuck, man, I'm, I'm, I gotta, I gotta, David like, Beckham, it's David yeah. Beckham. So I'm like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. Do you mind if I take a picture? He was very gracious and very cool. And I said to him, my sisters are gonna love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, uh, this, is I want, this is for I me. This is for me. Because I, re- I, you know, I, I'll have people come up to me and and pick have a picture yeah. and be like, my mom's gonna like this. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's you. Yeah, we that get that me. too when guys come up to us and that, say, yeah. my girlfriend, oh, my girlfriend. wants, yeah. my girlfriend will love this. I'm like, dude, this picture is for you. Yeah, <laughs> that was me telling myself I'm embarrassed to admit this, so I'm gonna tell myself. This, yes, this little totally. lie and then I told it to someone else and That's so these funny. little things that we do um, yep. so it's yeah it's just it's, it's sometimes it's, it just comes out of your mouth and you're and it comes out of your mouth and then you go why did I just say right. that <laughs> and I, I do see you doing that with uh, uh, with questions with Nick where somebody will say something and you say I, they, they say like I really like this guy but you know I feel this way and you go well you don't really like him and then that's the end of your answer and I'm like oh that, yeah. Well, straight to the point. <laughs> yeah. How do we like people we don't know? Yeah. You know? Um, and just because they're six foot or you like their face <laughs> or they say in their bio they like to travel and have a good mm-hmm. – and like to laugh, like that's that's not knowing someone. And having a couple dates isn't knowing someone. Yeah. Um, when you start seeing their weaknesses and you start accepting those, that's when getting to know someone is like actually happening. And before that, it's just a couple people like trying to be on their best behavior. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to ask about Bachelor a little bit Let's just because we're um, we're yeah, starting we're, Paradise. We're, we're, I mean, I like to think we're all we're about to pros in this. I room. know, I know. Yeah. We're we're getting into we're getting into Paradise now. But I know you just had Jason on your show. I did. Yeah, it's out. Uh, it's out right yeah. now. Yeah. How today. did how did that go? I know Tina was supposed I to talk to Tina yesterday. He has reconfirmed. Oh, okay. Uh, and tentatively, not ten, well. It should be dropping on the twentieth of October. Okay. Um, Jason, I, I, I told this to Jason. Um, I think of all the people I've ever met on the show, uh, Jason is someone I, I identify with the most, yeah. personality wise. Joe, grocery store Joe, a lot too. Yeah, like we're very similar people, but I see differences between Joe and I a little bit too. Jason's a stand-up guy. The biggest difference between Jason and I is that, like, we both came in skeptical, and at some point, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm in." And Jason just never said, "Fuck it." Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, but he's a really stand-up guy. If you get to, if you get a chance to meet him in person, you get why Gabby was so into him. I, I mean, I liked him the whole way through. I really thought that they were a good pairing, and then it got to the end, and I was like, you know what? I really don't think Jason should have gone on the show. <laughs> no, and, and and he made it very clear. Yeah, he was that like, I probably shouldn't have been on the did, show. Did he say why he went on the show or who who got him well, involved? It wasn't, it wasn't so much his takeaway wasn't I shouldn't have gone on the show. His takeaway was I should have done some homework. Right, right. right. I should have like known what I actually yeah. was signing in up for because yeah. I think he's just a friend nominated. He him tried to just, like, figure it, it out like as he went and just couldn't just get to that place. And yeah. So. I think that was his biggest regret uh, doing that. But um, because I kind of ask, obviously, I always ask, like, what about Paradise? You think mm-hmm. you could go? I got the impression that if he got another opportunity for Paradise, he's he's curious 
I think, and I don't mean to be speaking for him, but it's not, my takeaway was I think he's curious what that experience could be if he just approached it a little differently. Yeah. And again, you have to... Yeah, exactly. Suspend disbelief. I did this uh, interview with Esquire uh, the other day, and and, and um, the writer Dave Holmes asked me, like, can, is can you really fall in love? It really kind of made me think. And I've said before, one, the the thing about what the Bachelor taught me is that um, feeling in love and being in love are two different things. And so, if you ask me, love is different to everyone else. But to me, love is about like knowing where you stand with someone. You know, having them know your weaknesses and vulnerabilities, feeling safe, and I don't, you can't you can't do that on the bachelor, but you can feel real feelings. Yeah, I mean the feel like when I said I loved you to the people I said I loved you, I meant it in the moment. It wasn't disingenuous, and but you you have to just go for it, and and there can be benefits to that. You know, taking some risk, and it can turn into real love. It certainly has. Joe and Serena, Ashley and Jared, yeah. like mm-hmm. those are real relationships, yeah. uh, and I'm and I feel like he's curious to see what he's capable of with like having a little bit more, a little less of his guard up. And I I would be curious to see him in paradise next, next season. Yeah. Yeah, That would be interesting because I think maybe he would have a different outlook. He did the, the bachelorette thing and now he has an idea of kind of what the show is because it seemed like he didn't really know at all. You mentioned Joe and Serena. I just have to say, and I've said it many times before when you're around them, you can just feel how in love they are. Like they were here the other day and I'm like, they are just, they're so in love. It worked out for them. I'm as big a fan of Serena as I am of Joe. And I'm a big fan of Joe. They're a great couple. They're such a fit. Um, They've become a couple. Natalie and I enjoy hanging out with, um. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on the Clayton and Susie situation? Because they announced that they split up, and yeah. then they went on Caitlin Bristow's podcast together and they talked did. about it. And I was like, "Whoa, this is wild!" <laughs> I was like, "They are right. open." Which I don't think any couple break. has ever. Yeah, it was done a good get. Yeah. I uh, I asked Susie, and sound like good good for Clay, uh, good for Caitlin. Rather, yeah. she she asked first, and and mm-hmm. they obviously, you know. Um, to the victor go the spoils but there's like a little bit of bachelor podcast competition oh, for sure. when it of course there's competition, competition. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I compete with you ladies yeah. and you have a great show I, th- I like competition uh, you have to give props to your competitors well, and, that, and, and your peers absolutely everybody has a different opinion and I think listeners can either go based on guests or they can go on like I, I really, like, I relate to what Nick's opinion about this season is. I relate to what Caitlin's mm-hmm. opinion is or our opinion. You know, there's so yeah. many. And nobody has the same opinion when it comes yeah. to this show. Totally. Like, everybody has different thoughts. And yeah. I, I, like, when they broke up, I was like, oh, I'll give them a day or two. And then I'll ask. And then I, I and Susie's like, well, Caitlin already asked. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, so. I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, wow, they're. Doing a pot, like like I said, like doing a podcast I, together. I was I very was, emotional. Susie yeah. like started to cry when they yeah. when it started. It was I was you know I really like them. I have uh, Susie. My interview with Susie it was one of the most impressive ones. I from the standpoint of it's not easy to to go through that show. It's not easy to go through AFR, and it's not easy to go through with what Clayton and Susie went through. I know what it's like to have a bad AFR. Um, and yeah. Susie walked in like literally right after is a ray of sun- sunshine and just answered all my questions. And no one was harder on Clayton than I was, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and Clayton, 
took accountability. Like I really, I, I really like Clayton. I don't need people. To, I don't care. Like when I decide if I like someone, it's not about them making mistakes or fucking up or being perfect. I like sloppy people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I care about people's character and their willingness to like, you know, take accountability and, 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 and figure things out. I think Clayton, from what I've learned is a really solid guy who just made some mistakes and got, a, you know, yeah. a little no, emotionally I, mature. I, I think I, mean, I agree. And I think it shows, it says a lot about the, um, you know, contestants character when they know, like they may have not looked the best on TV, but they will still answer to yeah. what they did on TV. Totally. It seems what my takeaway was that Clayton can't get out of his own head at this point in terms of public opinion and yeah. that is weighing very, very heavily on him and I yeah. wish the amount of times I think times you nailed we, it. I think I, everybody and, and the of times in we, the public eye goes through that. Right, everyone yeah. goes through it but I think right now it, it's de- talking about him and Susie's relationship it seems like that was like yeah. a big deal breaker is that he, they can't get over like the public perception in which I feel I feel bad for him because we even told him here we were like you gotta stop reading the comments you gotta stop caring yeah, about I, what people say if you I've, love somebody you gotta love them and that's it you can't care what people say I've uh, and, I told him the same thing I mean before I knew he was with Susie he called me for some advice once and I was like the only way if you're in a relationship the only way it's gonna work is if you prioritize the relationship and nothing else mm. listen every bash relationships they're do they're set up to fail like. They truly are. They're like they're they're giving zero advantages yeah. of of succeeding. Think about, you know, you get done. First of all, you have to film, and that's just an emotional crisis for like the leads. Like it's just an absolute horror show for the leads. And mm-hmm. then you get done filming, and they're like, "Great, spend four days together, actually get to know each other." And now you're going to start this relationship with great expectations because, by the way, you're engaged. Yeah. And now you can't see each other. You know, mm-hmm. and then when you do see each other every couple of weeks, you're locked in a room together, a house. It's a nice house, but you can't leave. Yeah. That's not it's just not fucking normal. Meanwhile, yeah. then it, then it starts airing, and then when it airs, it's just like talk about whatever you want, but it's just like you told me you knew from the beginning, and yeah, you're yeah, telling yeah. so and so, right? Then the fights you know, are happening, like, yeah. And it's just like you, you can. Everyone's human. It's just like you're also you don't know these these people are strangers, and you're like I'm gonna just go ahead and trust someone who is telling me one thing and I am seeing yeah. another. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you it's really, really hard to do. And nowadays when you have things like, you know, Reddit and all these Bachelor fan accounts that, you know, like, listen, I get people like them, but these fan accounts, they're, they have a way of like, you know, Bachelor alumni, Bachelor people come in and, you know, they want to be liked. You know, yeah. they, they're afraid of how it's going to go. And then they come out and you got to keep in mind, when someone is about to go cast it for the show, they probably start doing their research and they, they hear about the chicks in the office, like this, you know, yeah, yeah. The vile files or these other bachelor, you know, fan accounts or whatever. And they're just like, I just need these people to like me, you know, because I know they're going to be talking about me. And so then they start reaching out and these fan accounts give their opinion and then they start like editing themselves. You know, you mentioned, I think, you know, with Katie's AFR about I've never seen something, you know, Mm -hmm. like and I empathize with the desire to want to do that. It's just so hard for these for 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 you to stop yourself. So they're. The people who go on are really given no advantages to to that, and you're right. You you can tell people all the time not to yeah. to look at it, but it's just it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. I do, I do think that there may have been an element of that with um, what you were saying about like watching it back with 
Rachel and and Tino. I feel like Tino knew he was the front runner the whole time, and like watching her say like things about other guys, I'm sure that went to. But hopefully, you'll be able to talk to him yes. about it. Um, we have to wrap up because you are going to another. You're doing another show yeah. here, yeah. so we're getting the wrap it up. Yes. Um, but we could talk about this for hours. You know that. But we want to one more time make sure everyone goes to get Nick's book. Don't text your ex. Happy birthday. Um, you can get it wherever you. Buy your books, I get imagine. It on Amazon. I get think that's Amazon. like the that's easiest way to get things right now. Yep. If you're dyslexic yep. like me, you know, it's on Audible. Did you read? Did you do your I Audible? Did, I did. I there did do go. it. So uh, you can listen it, it to was, Nick. It was a challenge because yeah. I can't read. But like, <laughs> um, I truly think that, like, again, it's for really anyone. I, I promise you, you'll get a nugget in there that's worth uh, $25. It'll, it'll free up Very nice. a- other areas in your life. I love it. Check it out. Don't text your ex. Happy birthday. Love the title once again. Great book. Hardcover as well. Love that. Um, Make sure you buy it. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, ladies. All right. That wraps up today's episode of Chicks in the Office. Make sure you are subscribing on YouTube. We love you guys. And look out for those tickets on Monday. You don't want to miss out. They're going to sell out quick. Hopefully. We love you guys. Talk to you Monday.